Welcome back to Invited In. This is a podcast that connects the global family of Samaritan's Purse, and I'm your host, Christy Graham. And today we want to share a devotional message from John Freiler. Um, every, every morning, Samaritan's Purse meets for devotions to pray and be challenged by the Word of God. Um, and John Freiler shares often. He, he's wonderful. And if you've had the opportunity to work with him, you know he has a gracious heart and a passion for God. He has served with Samaritan's Purse for 20 years. He's served in many roles in many departments, but he currently serves in member care as a chaplain. Uh, this means that he's constantly walking with people and encouraging them. He has deployed 24 times with our disaster assistance response team. He is often seeing and doing difficult things and walking with people during their storms of life. And that's exactly the message that he shared. He talks about how our lives have been lived out of faith and that God can work in us through troubles and storms of life. John shares a story that, that you've probably read and heard many times, but he gives fresh insights that are both convicting and comforting. And so we wanted to share it here on the podcast. Here he is sharing from Luke 8. Oh, good morning, everybody. It's good to be here. Um, so on Tuesday evenings, we have a Bible study. There's a men's Bible study that I attend. There's a lot of SP guys in it. We have a great time. We have dinner beforehand. Uh, the guys make a dinner. Somebody makes a dinner. Somebody leads and somebody hosts. And uh, last night we had it. We studied the scripture and I'm going to bring it here. It, it was good. And it, and it ministered to me. I think it ministered to everybody. We had one of these aha moments. In fact, I had another devotion today, but I scrapped it because I wanted to talk about this. So if you guys have, we want to look in Luke uh, chapter 8, verses 22 through 25. Let me read that here. Luke chapter 8, verses 22 through 25. It's about the storms of life. And I know all of us in this room are familiar with the storms of life. Let me read it. One day, Jesus said to his disciples, let's go over to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and set out. As they sailed, he fell asleep. A squall came down on the lake so that the boat was being swamped and they were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him up saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. He got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters. The storm subsided and all was calm. Where is your faith? He asked his disciples. In fear and amazement, they asked one another, who is this? He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. And so last night we talked about this passage, and uh, just a couple of observations up front. One is that the Sea of Galilee does have big storms. It's documented. Uh, its geography is that it sits below sea level. There's mountains, the Golan Heights, there's mountains around it, and storms come up, and there are big storms. I mean, we're kind of talking, I'm thinking Watauga Lake, you know, I mean, what can really happen in Watauga Lake? No, but this is a sea galley and there are huge storms. And secondly, these guys, the, the disciples were professional fishermen, right? Before they met Christ, they were professional fishermen. They knew the water. They spent all their lives on the water. These guys weren't like in a tourist boat, right? They knew what they were doing. And so when the Bible says that they were afraid they were going to die, you can bet it was a furious storm. You know, so what happens? Well, they go out, Jesus falls asleep, storms came up, swamped the boat, and so they wake Jesus and they say, we're going to die, you know, and then, you know, what did Jesus do? Um, you know, he, he calmed everything and they were like, who is this guy? But then he admonished the disciples. He's like, where is your faith? And so we had a long discussion last night. You know, it seemed, honestly, it seemed kind of unfair. I mean, they went to the right source, right? 
It's not like they went to Allah. I mean, Jesus was there. They woke him up. They said, you know, Jesus, save us. They, they went to God. So why did he admonish them? And again, we went back and forth, talked about that. And then one of the fellows asked the question, well, what would have been the disciples' response that would have pleased Jesus? You know, what would have been a response of faith? You know, should they have rebuked the winds and the waves themselves? Or, or should they have waited till he woke up? You know, or should they have gone to sleep with him? I mean, what would, it, what would have been pleasing? You know, it, it does say in there that uh, they were fearful, and, you know, fear is the opposite of faith. And so, you know, well, maybe, maybe that's what he was upset about. But honestly, we had a hard time understanding why he kind of rebuked his disciples. It, it seemed harsh, right? Because, again, it seemed like they did the right thing. They did the right thing, they went to the right source. But then we had one of these aha moments. Right, if you look at verse, go, go back to verse 22, it says, One day Jesus said to his disciples, let's go over to the other side of the lake. Right? This was Jesus' word. It was a promise that he gave to his disciples that they were going to go to the other side of the lake. Right? But his disciples forgot the promise, or worse, they didn't believe it in the midst of the storm. And that is why he admonished him. He didn't say, let's go over halfway and then drown and die. No, he said, we're going to go to the other side of the lake, right? He promised safe passage. He gave them his word, yet they doubted. In the midst of the storm, they doubted. So the lesson here for us is that God gave them a particular promise, right? <clears throat> what promise has God given you in the storm of your life that you're going through? What promise has he given you? Believe it. Don't forget it. Believe it. You know, the Bible says we're to walk by faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Believe it. You know, here's some promises that he has given us, all of us, that we can claim, that we believe, that we trust. He says he'll never leave us or forsake us. Psalm 37, 28, for the Lord loves the just and will not forsake his faithful ones. Number two, he watches over us. Psalm 32, 8, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you and watch over you. Number three, he is with us. Psalm 46, 7, the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our, fort is our fortress. And the fourth one, and this is my favorite, right? Drum roll. Brrr. He's in us. God is in us. We have God himself through the Holy Spirit living in us, Right? Christ in you, the hope of glory. In, in Hebrews, it says, we have this treasure in jars of clay. Let me just read this. We have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God. This treasure is Christ, the Holy Spirit in us. That all, this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side. We are. In every trial we go through, we're hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may be revealed in our body. That's what he wants to do, live in us and through us. Amen. He's, he's with us, but he's in us. I love this quote. All the worry and fret of God's children would end if their eyes were open to see the greatness of the treasure hid in their hearts. Do you know there are resources enough in your own heart to meet the demand of every circumstance or every trial? in which you find yourself, 
Do you know there is power enough to move the city in which you live? Do you know there is power enough to shake the universe? Let me tell you once more, and I say it with utmost reverence, you who have been born again of the Spirit of God, you carry God in your heart. Amen. The resurrection power of Jesus Christ is here, is in us. Believe it, especially as you go through these storms, because we're all going through them. All right, and finally, let me just close in this. One more observation. You know, we think of storms as they come upon us when we disobey God, and they do. You think of um, Jonah, right? He fled God, and God sent a storm to chase him. But what about this? The disciples followed Christ, right? The disciples were obedient. Their storm came in the middle of obedience. Jesus said to get in the boat, and they did. Guys, folks, our uh, storms have been promised to us in this life. We will all go through storms. But he gives us particular promises for each storm we're going through, and we can trust him. And as I mentioned before, we can believe all those things. And the other thing is this, is that sometimes we look at our, we judge our, our, ourselves by our circumstances. If they're good, God is in it. If it's bad, God is not in it. Well, this storm is bad, but God was in it. Amen? Let's pray. Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for your promises. Lord, may we trust them. May we believe them. May we stand on them in the midst of the storm, not by feelings, but by faith. Lord, and that is the response that pleases you as we walk by faith. Thank you, Lord, that you're with us. But more importantly, thank you that you're in us, that there's no separation between you and us. You're in us. You live in us. God, may we yield to you. May we abide in you and let you live your life in us and through us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. There were so many challenging and encouraging points in this message. I was personally impacted by the lesson of believing God, and especially where he's talked about how Jesus rebuked them. In verse uh, 22, he says, One day... He and his disciples got into the boat, and he told them, let's cross over to the other side of the lake. And so God told him that they were going to cross the lake. Uh, They had that promise, as John said, but yet they feared him when they saw the storm. Um, And they didn't believe that they would get to the other side. They thought they were going to die. And I loved how John said, you know, when the storms hit, we have to cling to the promises of God. And we have many promises of God, but John gives four examples. Um, and, and they're great to take heart and to, to really pack into some of the scriptures he talked about. Uh, the four promises he shared is that God won't forsake us. God watches over us, that God is with us, and God is in us. And that gives us the power to fulfill the purpose that he gives us each day. And, and to remember that, that in this world, as Jesus says, John 16, 33, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. And so scripture reminds us, and John said, you know, we can't judge God's goodness by our circumstances. His character never changes. And so that's what we need to cling to. And I know that we don't always feel this way. The circumstances can make our feelings doubt it. Um, And, you know, even within Samaritan's Purse, there's been many prayer requests. We have many that have cancer diagnosis, surgeries, deaths, hardships, trials. You know, as I mentioned, we as Christians, we're not immune to to hardship and trouble. But take heart. You know, Jesus said, I have overcome the world. And so we just wanted to encourage you 
uh, whatever you're dealing with right now in life, whether it's personally difficult, professionally, um, just to be reminded to stay in God's Word and anchored. That is why we start with devotions every day. Um, And so I hope that this encouraged and challenged you. Thank you so much for listening. I, again, want to encourage you to go to On the Ground with Samaritan's Purse. We, we release weekly podcasts on Friday um, to share what God is doing around the world. Uh, but again, we'll continue to bring you invited in as well um, to give you hope and encouragement within our Samaritan's Purse family. Thank you so much for tuning in and God bless you.